Good morning. Welcome to the Lord's service to us by way of his name, word, and with his very body and blood. A couple of announcements this morning. First of all, a special welcome to our Higher Things Youth Retreat participants. We've had a great weekend here at Trinity, and we are honored to have our um, main speaker uh, be our guest preacher today. He is Pastor Brett Simic. He's pastor of Trinity Lutheran Church in Rantoul, Hilbert, Wisconsin. Pastor Simic, welcome. You'll see him when he comes in behind the, uh, behind the cross. Sunday School and Bible Class meets this morning at 9.30, following a time of fellowship in the lounge with coffee and refreshments. Children meet in the music room for an opening devotion, and adults meet in the gym for a Bible class led by Pastor Simic this morning. Please join us in the study of God's Word. Ash Wednesday this week kicks off the Lenten season with services at 8.30 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. There is a dinner in the gym prior to the evening Ash Wednesday service, and that will be at 5.30 p.m. The children of our school will also be attending the evening service for that Lenten service, the Ash Wednesday service. So please join us as we begin our Lenten journey in repentance and faith. But today we go up the mountain, the mountain of transfiguration, uh, the transfiguration of our Lord, where our Lord shows his glory that he's God himself in the flesh. And so we have uh, to emphasize and to highlight that. We have a processional today. He leads us in to uh, receive his gifts from heaven. Uh, he comes into our midst with that gospel procession. We're reminded that he's among us as one who serves all of these gifts of heaven. And then he leads us out to bring these gifts to bear for the life of the world. The service this morning is found on the panel of your bulletin. The best way to follow along is put, put your bulletin in the back of your hymnal, then simply go to the page indicated on the panel. The green sheet is there with notes on today's service, readings, as well as a devotion for you to be used throughout the week. So in a, in a few moments, I'll, I'll stand. We'll have confession and absolution. After the confession and absolution, please face the cross as it enters. Please stand. The bells will call us to worship. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Please kneel for confession and absolution. Let us then confess our sins to God our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways 
to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord.
for the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Lord Help save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. O God, in the glorious transfiguration of your beloved Son, you confirm the mysteries of the faith by the testimony of Moses and Elijah. In the voice that came from the bright cloud, you wonderfully foreshowed your, our adoption by grace. Mercifully make us co-heirs with the King in his glory and bring us to the fullness of our inheritance in heaven. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the transfiguration of our Lord is from Exodus chapter 24. And Moses took the blood and threw it on the people and said, Behold, the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Then Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu and 70 of the elders of Israel went up and they saw the God of Israel. There was under his feet, as it were, a pavement of sapphire stone like the very heaven for clearness. And he did not lay his hand on the chief men of the people of Israel, they beheld God and ate and drank. The Lord said to Moses, come up to me on the mountain and wait there that I may give you the tablets of stone with the law and the commandment which I have written for their instruction. 
So Moses rose with his assistant Joshua, and Moses went up into the mountain of God. And he said to the elders, wait here for us until we return to you. And behold, Aaron and Hur are with you. Whoever has a dispute, let him go to them. Then Moses went up on the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory of the Lord dwelt on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And on the seventh day he called to Moses out of the midst of the cloud. Now the appearance of the glory of the Lord was like a devouring fire on the top of the mountain in the sight of the people of Israel. Moses entered the crowd and went up on the mountain. And Moses was on the mountain forty days and forty nights. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle is from 2 Peter chapter 1. For we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For when he received honor and glory from God the Father and the voice was borne to him by the majestic glory, this is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased, we ourselves heard this very voice born from heaven, for we were with him on the holy mountain. And we have something more sure, the prophetic word to which you will do well to pay attention as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first of all, that no prophecy of scripture comes from someone's own interpretation for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 17th chapter. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. And Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. He was still speaking when, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them and a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were terrified. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise and have no fear. 
And when they lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. And as they were coming down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Tell no one the vision until the Son of Man is raised from the dead. This is the gospel of the Lord.
grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. I don't know about you, but I have had a pretty great weekend. This weekend, I have spent the last day and a little bit more sharing Jesus. The gifts of God, and especially those in holy baptism with over a hundred youth of our churches. It has definitely been a memorable weekend, one that I will not soon remember, or not soon forget. <laughs> all right, break the ice. We all have them, don't we? Moments, maybe a weekend, maybe just a day that stick with us. Times that we will never forget. Maybe it's winning the big game. Maybe it's prom. Maybe it's graduation. Maybe it was your wedding day. The birth of a child. Maybe it was their baptism. Or their graduation. Or their wedding day. This life is full of incredibly great moments. Moments that you feel like you are taken up and things are just the way they are meant to be. Moments that we are on a mountaintop. For Peter, James, and John today, they are literally there. If you ask them, I would imagine that they would all tell you this is one moment that they will never forget. They got to see Jesus transfigured before them, his face shining like the sun, his clothes bright white. And there, next to him, Moses and Elijah stood, resurrected, living and breathing again, the lawgiver and the prophet of prophets raised from the dead in the glory of Christ before them. This is it. This is the moment that we are all waiting for. This is the moment of resurrection. And Easter before Easter comes, Christ in glory surrounded by his faithful departed. It's no wonder Peter says, Lord, it is good that we are here. The resurrection is good. And when that day comes, when all of the living and the dead are raised, and Christ gives eternal life to all believers that day, well, brothers and sisters in Christ, it is good is not going to cut it. That will be a great and awesome day of the Lord, the day that justice comes, the day that perfection is restored, everything put back the way it was meant to be can't wait. When that day comes, that day of glory comes, I think we will feel like Peter. Lord, it is good that we are here and we're not going to want to leave. If that high of winning that big game we don't want to wear off, if we want to live in that adrenaline of the dance floor at prom, if we want to hold on to that, even the memory of the day of the joy and the love that was shared at our wedding. How much more will we want to stay and live in the glory of the resurrected Christ? Peter doesn't want to leave either. 
can't we just stay, Lord? Can, can we stay here forever? Listen, I'll build three tents to, to you and Moses and Elijah, and, and, and we'll just stay on this mountaintop forever. We, we don't have to leave, do we? See, that's where he goes wrong. Because Jesus isn't done yet. Do we really have to go down there? Do we really have to go back to life? To go back to ministering amidst hunger and poverty? Graduation is the easy part. It's high school or college or finally going into the workforce and having to work and put up with your co-workers and pay all of your bills. That's the hard part. The wedding day, that's easy. What's hard is being married. Living together as one flesh, raising children together, staying together. That's the, that's the hard part. Baptism, that's the easy part. That is the day full of joy. The hard part is living the rest of your life as a target for the devil. Life is full of those moments too. The hard times, the ones that are not so good. Moments full of living in the valley of the shadow of death. Of struggling. Full of anxiety and depression. Full of stress and worry. Full of fear. Fear of what is coming next because this life is full of sin. It's full of brokenness. It's full of things not being the way they were meant to be. Not going the way that you would have them go. It's full of people who don't care about you. Or at the least, they don't care about you as much as they care about themselves. And they behave that way. Life is full of us doing the same thing though too. Full of us falling into sin. It's full of us doing those things that, that we know God tells us not to do. We know he tells us we're better off if we don't. But that temptation of the devil and the world and our own sinful nature is just more than we can handle. It's full of us making excuses for doing those very things. It's full of us trying to avoid those hard parts of life. Lord, can't we just stay on the mountaintop? Can't we just stay in the moments and the times when things are good? Do we, do we really have to go back down the mountain? Do we really have to face that pain and that suffering and that fear and sin again? God, can't, can't we just glory in the resurrection all the time? Can't, do we really have to go into the days of Lent? Do we really have to roll up our alleluias and put them aside for a time? I mean, who really likes looking at their sin? Do we really have to live in this repentance season of the church year? Can't we just stay in epiphany? Can't we just sing our alleluias and, and look at the beloved Son of God in all of his glory and power forever and ever? Lord, can't we just stop? At what we do have. Right now, look at the cross, at our triumphant King. This 
is my beloved son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Listen to him as he talks with Moses and Elijah. Listen as they discuss coming down this Mount of Transfiguration so that Jesus would walk up another mountain, that of Calvary. Listen as he suffers, as he goes forth as a lamb without complaint for you, walking for you and with you through the valley of the shadow of death, carrying his cross to be crucified. Listen to him as he hangs there in agony and distress and the thing that he has on his mind, the thing that he prays to his God and Father for, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Listen, look, watch as our Lord and God does not shy away even one bit from any of his suffering and pain, but he drinks the cup of brokenness and sin down to the very dregs, to the very last drop for you. So that whether you are on that mountaintop or you are in that valley of the shadow of death, whether you are rejoicing or suffering in pain, in agony, distress, anxiety, depression, when you are terrified, listen to him. Listen to the way he comes to Peter and his disciples. Rise, have no fear. Your sins are forgiven. The resurrection is coming. Something better is coming. Something better awaits us. Perfection is coming. Where you are now, He's been there too. He's been down in the depths and even farther. He has even descended into the depths of hell for you. And he's come back. He has felt that feeling of anxiety and fear that you have. He's been there. He's navigated his own depths and he is there with you as you navigate your own. And he's risen from it. He's come back from it. He is bigger and better and greater than anything that you can experience. He reaches out his hand to you. Trembling in fear, rise. Do not be afraid. The resurrected, the glorious, the triumphant, almighty Christ and God himself is with you. Always. And he is enough. Jesus only is enough. If you have nothing else, if you have no one else but Jesus only, then you have enough. You have the body of Christ. You have his gifts. You have his promises. You have his promise that no matter where you are in your life, he will never leave you nor forsake you, not in life and not in death. Jesus only is enough to pull you from the, the darkness and the shadows of this world and the depths of life. And Jesus only is enough to pull you from the depths of your grave. Rise and have no fear.
Jesus only is enough for today. He is enough for tomorrow, and he is enough for all of eternity. And this glimpse of his power and his glory and his resurrection is enough for us to hope, to see what is coming for us. Listen to him. He is the beloved son. He is risen from death and the grave to rise, to bring you forth from your own grave, to raise you to his glory, to everlasting life. Rise and have no fear. You are saved. In the name of Jesus, amen. Please stand. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Heavenly, <clears throat> Heavenly Father, you revealed your glory in the transfiguration of your Son who tabernacled among us in the flesh. Open our eyes that by faith we would see him continuing to tabernacle among us in the divine service. Grant that we would heed your admonition to listen to him as he forgives and preserves us at the font, pulpit, and altar. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, Moses and Elijah appeared with the Savior in glory, witnessing all that the law and the prophets speak about him. Grant wisdom to all pastors, teachers, church workers, and those preparing for church work to open your scriptures in such a way that everyone would hear the voice of Jesus calling them to life and peace. We give you thanks this day for the work of Anna in our child care program. Continue to bless her work among us. Lord, in your mercy. Yes. Heavenly Father, bless the families of your church, that parents would teach the faith to their children, and that the forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in all households. We thank you this day for our Higher Things Youth Gathering this weekend and pray that your word would take root in the hearts and lives of all our participants. Remember all expectant mothers, that they and their babies would be kept safe and healthy through their pregnancies. And we thank you this day at the birth of Liam Kobe Sarabia, born to Adam and Samantha. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty Father, you alone establish all authority on earth. Bless those entrusted with authority both here and abroad to serve with integrity and honor for the well-being of all. Grant that all division, conflict, and strife would give way to unity, peace, and quietness. Lord, in your mercy. God of all comfort, you alone bring the peace that passes understanding to troubled hearts. Remember the afflicted, especially Sue Jerving, who will have surgery. Glenn Heitzman, hospitalized at St. Luke's. Jeff Stoltzman, recovering after procedure, the families of those victims of the earthquake in Syria and Turkey, Renee, who will have surgery, Emmy in rehabilitation, Emily, recovering at home after knee surgery, Mark in long-term rehabilitation, Mitchell Sims for healing of a dislocated elbow, Deborah and Mark for continued management of their illnesses, Tim, Heather, Coralie, Benjamin, Bernadette, Sue, Jennifer, Sharon, Doris, Timothy, and Ronald Walters, all in treatment for cancer, John, Eleanor, and Dorothy in hospice care, and the families of Theora Utke and Blake Houghton, that they would know your presence, taste your peace, 
and receive healing according to your gracious will, ever trusting in the hope of the resurrection. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we praise you, for we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Give us ears to hear your voice speaking through your word, holy lips to receive Christ's blessed sacrament with repentance and faith, and holy awe at your glory granted to us in the means of grace. Lord, in your mercy. Lord God, your power is beyond compare and your glory beyond understanding. Open our hearts to know you through the glory of your Son, whose saving will and purpose has rescued us from sin and death and made us your own people by baptism and faith. To you, O Lord, be all glory, honor, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated for the offering and for the signing of the Friendship Register.
the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly a good right and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who at his transfiguration revealed his glory to his disciples, that they might be strengthened to proclaim his cross and resurrection and with all the faithful look forward to the glory of life everlasting. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Blessed are you, Lord of heaven and earth, for you have had mercy on those whom you created and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us to do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, in the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. 
the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you in body and soul to life everlasting. Go in peace. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, you have given us a foretaste of the feast to come and the holy supper of your Son's body and blood. Keep us firm in the true faith throughout our days of pilgrimage, that on the day of his coming we may, together with all your saints, celebrate the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.